0: This is John Byrne, the lead pastor here at Grace Fellowship, and this is the Grace Deep Dive Podcast, recorded deep in the depths of the Grace Fellowship basement here in Lakewood, Colorado. We dive a little deeper into Sunday Sermon.
1: I'm Johnny McCloskey, and I'll be your host on the Grace Deep Dive Podcast. Welcome to episode... Wow, that was hard to say. Sixty-two, uh, sixty-seven. John, we are uh, just growing
0: like a, like a little little child. I don't know if we're are we growing or are we just like continuing. We're advancing. To, we're <laughs> advancing in years. We're advancing in yeah. In we're episodes. continuing. We're advancing in episodes. Yeah, right. I guess we're not gro- we're not growing. We're just I don't uh, know, Maybe moving mm-hmm. along. Honestly, I don't even know how many people listen. Yeah, yeah, there right. could
1: be there could be ten million. It's good. It's good not to know, right? Is Cause, it? Because then it, j- doesn't it doesn't change things. Doesn't change your uh, your motive or or uh, what you're worried about. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, because if it was like if if it was like three people listening, we're like, well. Let's just uh, let's just not do this anymore. <laughs>
0: Even though I kind of enjoy there, it, I, you know. th- I think there's I think there's probably more than three. Yeah, I know, I know. But, but it, and if there's it ten thousand, it may not be ten million. Well,
1: if there's ten million, then it'd be like uh, we'd we'd almost be worried what to say. Yeah, so, we're probably closer to three than ten million. I think, we're yeah, much closer to three. Yeah. Anyway, John, so we're kinda of moving on, but just so you know, um I just wanna tell you I'm not gonna tell you exactly, but I figured out the day and time of Christ's return. Is this right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. you've done some math based on yeah, it? yeah, but since since Jesus isn't allowed to know, you know. Oh you don't wanna say I'm that. not gonna tell anybody. <laughs> I'm gonna keep it a secret. <laughs> But, you know, because I don't want to, you know, oh my no one's allowed to know. So I just not want to let you know. It's, uh, it's, it's
0: soon. It's soon. Of course it is. Yeah. And just I, just say, is there
1: anything I should be selling? No, I'm going to say don't work on your next sermon. You're good. I'm good. Yeah, it's just, it'd be a waste of time. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, uh, we're, we're talking about uh, living for today, John, and, and preparing for eternity. Yeah. What that kind of looks like. And, and I think it was the last sermon in the sermon series, Unlocking the Christians, uh, Secrets of the Christian Life. This last Sunday was, Was't it? No. Was there one more? No. Are we where What sermon series are we on? The final days of Jesus? Oh my goodness! I got I'm, I am uh, so. This is the first series sermon in the final days the of final Jesus. Days. Wow, John! I was not uh, par- apparently paying attention to that. But yeah, so we're well, at, this should be an interesting podcast. Yeah, so I, I wonder no, no, which sermon. You're gonna ask questions. We're good. About. So I got I got to change that anyway. So it's the final days of Jesus, right? Yeah.
0: Okay. Cool. Um, and it, to make you feel better, I said it slightly wrong on Sunday. I said did the, you? I said the last days, days of Jesus, but it's the final the final days. Okay. Good. Days well, yours Jesus. actually was a lot closer
1: than my unlocking the secrets of the Christian life. Yeah. Semantics, semantics. <laughs> so you would think I would be the one who be all tired and frazzled because uh, I was overly busy this last week by my error today. But you were the busy one. You had three sermons.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, you had a little taste of the early Baptist preacher yeah, life. Yeah, right. I, I, uh, yeah, I did. Yeah. I had three, three sermons, and to, to make it worse, I had, my, um, I, I had a, one of my teeth pulled on last Tuesday, oh, yeah. and then I. Preached at School of Mines at a um, ministry, that a student ministry at School of Mines on Wednesday. Um, with and I have a new like little retainer thing that makes it look like I have all my teeth. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But I don't, so so I had to learn how to talk. I'm still learning how better. to talk. Yeah, you're getting better. I don't know. You said you, now said, you said now that you're talking about, it, I'm getting totally hearing it. But, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So so if you listen closely, my speech it has changed for bit. sure. Um, I listened to my sermon on Sunday and I was like, oh, yeah, I can hear it. But, anyways. Um, what was, yeah. that like, was that Sylvester the, the cat suffer? Su- yeah, something that? like that. Yeah. That sounds a little bit more hey, like Sylvester you know the cat. That's okay. And then, yeah, on top of that, um, then, I, then we had a men's chili cook off. Chili uh, cook off, which, which the winner, by the way, of the chili cook off yeah. was supposed to be Drew Rummel. Uh, uh, but it turns out Drew Rummel did not make his chili. What well, Cammy th- Rummel made his. Jelly. I have two
1: thoughts on this. First of all, my first thought is definitely it's you know a, a father of the household trains his young boys to help out. Yeah, and equip them. By his own admission, they did not help that oh, much. Okay. The second thing too <laughs> is here's here was an event designed to where men could show off that we are we have culinary skills. We're 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 good at things, right? And sure enough. The Winner is sti- a woman, still, yeah. And it just
0: goes to show that <laughs> we're not good at things,
1: yeah. Some things, yeah. And if we are good, it's, it's usually the woman is helping push us along,
0: it's something like yeah. that, right? So, it's, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, that was, uh, yeah. So, we we had the men's chili cook off, and I preached at that too. That was Friday, and and then, of course, Sunday. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, it's hard, to, it's hard to do a real good job when you three ceremonies doing that many, yeah. so, that many messages. I know that. Preachers used to do that all the time, but I'm convinced they, they probably lacked some quality and at least... They had to, ...one yeah. or two of those, you know... Well, that's true, yeah, and I'm sure they were doing different, you know...
1: Their expectations, I think, were different, too. Of, yeah. And uh, their busyness of their life, why it wasn't the same.
0: Um, different kind of business, yeah.
1: Yeah, so uh, we're kind of moving in. So uh, living for today, preparing for eternity, this is uh, a cool... You know, I think you kind of had a controversial like kind of thought, because I think a lot of people do... Focus so much on the return of Christ, yeah, to where it's like you know they are figuring out the days. Uh-huh. And I was joking; I don't know the day. It's actually Saturday night, but um, <laughs> and, but no, we, we we look so so forward to the days we try to count. You know, I think uh-huh. it's, I think that's like you think that's a wise thing to do until Jesus says that I don't even know. Mm-hmm. So once He says that, then I'm like, well, I'm out. I don't. I don't. I don't need to know. But we do. It's good to look forward. So you will see this, like, um, you know. It's in the Bible. There's prophecies. There's, there's, they talk about these things. And it's important to obviously be looking towards Christ's return. But is there a balance? I mean, should we be, you know, not so worried about the prophecies, not so worried about that kind of stuff and just living for, you know, I don't know. I I, don't know if I know what I'm trying to ask here.
0: Well, I think I think it's important. It's obviously in Scripture because it's important, right? So I think you're right, right about that. We need to... Um, we have things about Christ's second coming. He tells us he's coming back. Um, he, the, he includes prophecy, includes judgment. You read Revelation, you read Ezekiel, you read Daniel, you read these different pas- uh, passages that look forward to his second return. Um, you know Matthew 24, as we looked at this past week, and, and really even in Matthew 25, as we look at the first part of Matthew 25, this coming week, it talks about the kingdom of God. We're going to talk about that. Um, there is a sense in, sense in which... Scripture points us towards new heavens and new earth, an eternal future, and all those things. And it's important that we take that seriously. That's that's important um, for a whole bunch of reasons. One, it gives us hope, right, for something that is yet to come, that is better. Um, this life isn't all there is. There is a, a purpose and a and a, and a existence beyond this life that is, uh, re, should be in our in our. In our frame of view, you know, that we should be thinking about, looking forward to, and 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 all of those things. And it gives us purpose in the here and now, too, as we look for, you know, this is kind of decision time. This life is decision time. It's many other things as well, but it's decision time. Am I going to follow Jesus or am I not? You know, what does that mean for my eternal future? I think that's all, all of that is super important. I think where we get sidetracked is when we start to get really worried about getting our prophetic calendars all worked out. Um we try to figure everything out, and, and there's there's a certain mystery to this, and that's okay. Now there's some things that God tells us about it, and I think we should pay attention when He tells us things. But we should also not, if Jesus doesn't know the date, um, only the Father knows the date. If if Jesus tells us stop worrying about it, um, like He does in Matthew 24, He he basically says stop worrying about it. That's not the important, the most important issue. Then we should pay attention to what he says the most important issue is, and it's not figuring out the date. And I think it's I think when we get sidetracked by that, um, that doesn't honor God. It doesn't glorify Him. We we need to trust that that He's given us the information we need. That that if Jesus didn't know the date, then it's not that important to us. And when Jesus said, when Jesus says that, hey, all these things are going to happen, and 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 then the end will come, but I don't even know that, I don't even know exactly when that is. Um, and it's not important, but you should persevere. Then we should pay attention to those messages. And so, I, so I, I think we need to be wise and careful about uh, to what degree those are important to us. So you said like it, it doesn't honor God to do that uh-huh.
1: kind of thing. Do you think? Do you? Th- I mean, I would. I would. I, you know, I know some people that are that way. Yeah. And I want not say they're malicious people or no, or, of course not, or even bad believers. No, you of know? course not. But I mean, is it? So I, I mean. So, what is the harm essentially? Maybe is there a yeah. harm in doing that, or I think there is. Yeah. Okay.
0: What what's the harm in that then? Well, I, th- I think the harm is is it can be like if you go to the extremes, you know the 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 people who kind of say, oh, I've got the date figured out, and people w- will respond differently because of that, right? They'll say, oh, he's coming September thirteenth or whatever. Um, I don't know if that was one of the dates at Harold camping. Came up with I don't know popped in my head I don't know whatever whether I'd say or not like he's coming September thirteenth people react different they they in, invest different they they treat their material goods different they maybe stop going to school or they stop you know and obviously this is not your average person but but we've seen this happen these little almost almost cult like groups that say oh I got to figure it out we've seen. Um, Cultic groups like like uh, Jehovah's Witness um, actually begin because of a wrong uh, wrong uh, prediction about when Jesus would return. Um, uh, Christian Science is the same way. That was that was started because of a wrong prediction about when Jesus would return. Um, So there's there's these. So yeah, it can be very harmful in that way. But it can also be harmful in a more subtle way. Um, and that it sidetracks us from what from what really is most important. that is standing firm, that is accomplishing the mission that God has given us in the church. That is um, providing hope to a people who are lost, you know uh, in this world in the here and now. And, and so we, we can look forward to it and even long for it, but do so in a patient way, trusting that God will do it in, in his time and that's the right time. Well, you even talked about how our
1: perception of how bad things are, you know, does not determine when Christ will return. And I think in my mind, you know, I think it's, I'm trying to be careful because, you know, um, I think just full disclosure, I think my mom, she's really into this kind of like prophecy stuff. She loves that end time stuff. And, you know, she's a great, great woman, godly woman. I mean, she's a big part of why I'm a follower, you know, so nothing against her, but I do see like, um, you know, just the obsession with it, you know, Mm -hmm. we can become obsessed Mm -hmm. with that kind of stuff. And, When it comes to like our perception of how bad things are, you know, like you kind of implied on Sunday that everything has already been done and now we're just kind of waiting, you know, essentially in a lot of ways. Yeah. You know, and, you know, but I mean, I think sometimes we can become a little bit focused on our current situation. Right. But really it's been a lot worse previously, you know, in a, lot of, w- a well, lot of
0: ways. Well, it depends on what part of the world you live in. Yeah. Right? Like, if, if you're living in Northern Africa where Boko Haram is running around and, and, you know, killing Christians, that's pretty bad. Yeah. You know, if you live in the Middle East somewhere, if you live if you live in China uh, where where the church is underground because of persecution and and, and and things like that, that's pretty bad, right? Like, there's so... And times seem to be here. Uh, yeah. The days uh, of the Holocaust. Yeah. I always go back to that. that. That would have been the perfect time. That would have been... Yeah. I mean, you, can, can you imagine... Imagine the people saying, "Oh, Jesus is coming back soon." Because look at mm-hmm. Jews are getting slaughtered, and and I mean, there's there's been significant harm in history, wars and persecution of Christians and and all kinds of things that that are, were huge. They were significant, even in the first first century. You had Nero who burned Christians alive in his garden to light up his garden, made them into basically human candles, and um, so you have. You have these things in history, and then and for us in the United States, where we basically have freedom of religion, we can live out our faith. We can be vocal about our faith. We have freedom of speech. We can uh, we can go out. We can evangelize freely. We can um, worship God freely. We can we can uh, live without fear of martyrdom, um, the persecution that we face. Now, there's exceptions to this, but is 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 generally just at worst ridicule. You know, it's we don't. And and we look around, well, yeah, but look at the moral depravity. And I just want to go, yeah, and look at the moral depravity throughout history. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think where you live, your time, uh, you can, as as things get worse, so often our perception is, oh, things are worse than it was a decade ago here in the United States, for instance. Okay. That doesn't mean that it's worse, that it's worse it's ever been. And it doesn't mean that that's even necessarily a sign that Jesus is coming soon anyways. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think you know. I think
1: the biggest trip up is the, fir- the first that we don't that he doesn't know. Number one. The second trip up is, you know, it does frustrate us when we're like, well, why didn't he come? Right. He should have come by now. Right. And then and then we try to wrap our minds around the second coming of Christ, but then we and yet we really can't wrap, wrap our minds around the fact that a day is a as a thousand years to God. Right. A thousand years is as a day. So it's like I'm trying to figure things out when I don't have that, because that's my frustration yeah. with the return of Christ. Mm-hmm. Well. It sounds like you, you you should have come already. It sounds like you told your disciples, hey, you know, when I um, establish, I'm going to establish my kingdom on earth before you guys die. Yeah. It's like, well, that didn't happen. Well, You know, of course, but it did. But it wasn't the kingdom we thought, you know.
0: It was the, you know, the Holy Spirit coming, right? And then, yeah. Is that yeah. correct? Yeah. Well, or? I mean, you know, there's a lot of debate about that. But, but yeah, I mean, the kingdom of God is, I, I think it, 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 uh, it, it's here, but it's not. We're not in the millennial kingdom. There's still sin is prevalent, right? So it's it's kind of made its. Um, there, there's ways that the kingdom of God has shown itself in the here and now, but there's ways in which it will not be come to fruition in in, in until the eternity future. Mm-hmm. Well,
1: we're supposed to be preparing, nonetheless. Yeah, prepare, right. Yeah, and you talked about that as fathers and husbands I think we need to be preparing our kids and preparing our wives essentially and those under us men in the church I'm sure mm-hmm. are called to do certain things Is there a difference between maybe the roles that we might have as men in preparation and then and is there a difference between like obviously you're a pastor you need to do those things but should the just the person that that attends church you know should they be do they have a preparation? Role, you know, right, and then also would that be different for men
0: and women? Well, I think I think the way we prepare, and this is really important, the way we pre- we prepare is not a looking forward and trying to figure it out, or um, or or some kind of uh, doomsday or prepping or something like that. I think as a matter, of fact, I think prepping is kind of weird, but. Um, I'm probably maybe there's some preppers that listen to the bo- podcast are going to send send us nasty emails now. I don't know, but anyways, you know. But I think those things are are kind of kind of weird in, in a lot of respects. But um, I think the way you prepare is you prepare to persevere. So so you know, even in Matthew 24, as we talked about on Sunday, there's there's you know Jesus was kind of like, hey, these things are going to happen. There's going to be wars. There's going to be rumors of wars. There's going to be false teachers, false messiahs. All these things are going to be happening. These are not signs of the end, basically, he says. Um, you know, I don't even know the date, but when the end comes, you know. And he talks about it, it's it's a person who stands firm, it's a person who perseveres. That's the person that will be will be saved. And so, and so, I want to prepare my kid as a dad, and and if you're a mom, you do this as well, right? I want to prepare prepare my son Joe. Look, your your job is as far as your spiritual job is to persevere and to continue to 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 uh, accomplish the mission that God has given the church on, on this earth. That's, that's our primary job. Um, when it comes to, comes to this whole end times thing is, is my job is to persevere, whatever comes false teachers, false messiahs. I want to, I want to have discernment and be able to identify that's false. That's not, that's not the gospel. That's not God's word. Um, you know, wars, rumors of wars, they're going to happen. That doesn't mean the end will come. Uh, those things happen. And, and so, you know, So, so being prepared and being, being wise and discerning, those are the things that I want to prepare my kids for As for those who don't have kids, it's preparing yourself in that way, preparing your friends in that way, you know, in our life groups and our small groups and the people that we are brothers and sisters with in Christ with and, and preparing one another and whether it's through study of God's word, through prayer, we can certainly pray for God to come soon, but, uh, for Jesus to return soon, but, but we ought to be preparing, um, that it will be another thousand years.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> and what about like uh is would the role be different between male male and female and how
0: we how we prepare? Some probably some overlap, overlap some I'm not sure I see much of a difference uh, to be honest. Okay. I I don't know maybe you're striving at something and I'm not catching it but but I don't I don't you know I think it's just in general perseverance. Moms, moms do it. Dads do it. Brothers and sisters in Christ do it. Just preparing people. Just prepare. yeah. Those God's word. And those are underneath us, we want to guide them. Yeah. Don't be caught up in, don't, don't be caught up in the cultural battles. I'm not saying don't engage in them. I, I think, I think the exact opposite. We, we need to engage in, in the, in the cultural battles. Uh, we should engage in, in politics. We should engage in, in, in the, the culture wars, but we need to do it with the idea that that persecution's real and it's coming, and it's been here, and as as Christians, our citizenship is first and foremost in heaven, and only secondarily to whatever country we're a citizen of mm. uh, here on earth. And so, so I don't, I don't, I don't worship the United States of America. I don't find my salvation there. I don't find my meaning and purpose in life there. I'm blessed to live there. Mm-hmm. And 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 so, so I want, and I do. I want to see. I want to see God's kingdom come. We pray. Jesus taught the disciples. To pray, right? Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So we want to see that. We don't want to pray for that, um, uh, but but I don't find my salvation in whoever my political leaders are. Yeah,
1: I mean, it's a good, I think it's a good now. I mean, you're looking forward. That's the, I think the whole like return of Christ type thing. Your salvation, you're looking forward to the hope of heaven. Yeah. But right now you know it's coming. You've been given the 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 knowledge that it's that it is coming, which is good. And but that doesn't mean you don't stop living here on earth. Right. You know, and it's not like you're waiting every day to go to heaven. You're you're focused on earth and you're living here and you're trying to further the kingdom. I think even with the second coming, same thing. We know it's coming. We we seen that okay, all the wars and stuff that's going on. That's great. Um it's and, not great. <laughs> well, you know what I'm saying, but like, yeah, I mean, it happens. It's 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 part of what it's great because God said it was going to happen, and, and it's happening. Yeah. So that's that's the good news, right? But so that's we know it's coming, but it doesn't mean we. But we don't look for that. We I mean we know we look to the future, but we also live in the present. Yeah, and I think it's important to do that. Yeah. Um, Jesus was preparing his disciples, you know, for the for when he died and all that kind of stuff. Yep. He was preparing them. You were talking about that on Sunday. Um, how, did, how did Jesus, quote-unquote, disciple and teach? Was it like a program? You know, I, was kind of, I think sometimes we, get, we do get, like, hung up, um, sometimes on, like, discipleship programs and all that kind of stuff. Is it, are those necessarily beneficial? I mean, obviously they are, but do you think it's, um, do you think sometimes we get overly systematized? You
0: know. Yeah, I, I do, but I also don't want to write off the value of a, of a good program either. I think both are important. You know, we need to understand. I think, you know, we have one of our core values here at Grace is growth and community, and I think that's really important. Um, we we have groups, life groups, that meet and they study v- a variety of different things. Um, they're studying God's Word, though, ultimately, and they're studying, uh, you know, the importance of, of how God works in our lives and how we can know God and, and, and how, you know, how do we— uh, encourage one another spur one another on towards love and good deeds as it says in Hebrews and, and those kinds of things so I think it's really important that we have that but our life groups are a program people go to get together smaller groups they pray they worship they study the Bible um they glorify God. They encourage one another in the mission of the church to to witness, to love people, love God, all those things. And so, and so, we believe in growth and community. And I think there's that life on life, and that's what Jesus did. But he taught them things. There was an active teaching. There was, um, you know, they were there listening to his sermons. They it's were purposeful. Yeah, it was purposeful. He would often tell a parable, and sometimes he would tell it to to the crowd, and then he would take the disciples aside and and then tell them the meaning. and um, you know, so there was a teaching aspect to that. Now, I don't, I don't think it has to be, you know, that Jesus did it according to the culture that he was operating in, and we should do it according to the culture that we're operating in. And so programs can be good and positive, and, and we should have them. Um, but ultimately, discipleship comes down to, uh, I would say, a few things. Studying God's Word, praying, and spring one another spring one another on towards love and good deeds I think you can take those three things and probably you know those are the three big headings if you will of of what it means to to disciple somebody else and to be discipled so mm. meeting together this morning at a 6 a.m meeting you know I meet with a few guys and we we read scripture every you know we're reading scripture every week we're holding each other accountable we pray for one another and we um, say God's word. Simple stuff, but we're we being discipled. Mm-hmm. That's good. I like
1: that. Um, these this last couple questions are kind of a little minor minor ones, but just thoughts that I had when it comes to yeah. your sermon. It popped up, um, and I think I've I've reasoned this in my mind, but I've always thought it was a confusing thing for me that Jesus was supposed to be three days in the <laughs> tomb, right? Whatever, uh, or dead for three days and risen. Yeah. So I always think, well, Fridays. So Fridays is Friday considered one uh-huh. essentially. Uh-huh. Okay, because so, he was alive on Friday but then he died Yeah. so Friday would be one Saturday would be the other uh-huh. and then Sunday would be the third because he yeah. was dead in the morning Yeah. and they okay cool just kind of wondering I've always like for
0: some reason I stumbled on that when I was younger yeah. or even within the last 10 years like, it's it's amazing how many people stumble on that simple thing but it's like it's the same way we go yeah in three days I'm going to have uh, I always count Saturdays the first day you know well, what I'm saying it's, a, it's, it's uh, one he complete was, day but he was dead on yeah exactly it's so one I do. complete day but you know, if you want to sit, get real specific, you want to call it a day and a half or something or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, because
1: technically it, it isn't.
0: Yeah. But no, you count- it's counting the days. The way the Jews counted <laughs> it, it's three days. Is it with the way the Jews counted it? Yeah, because any part of a day is considered a day. Okay. We do the same thing. We do the same thing. Uh, I'm going to go, let's see, what what they say. Wednesday? So uh-huh. so Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Okay, so Friday I'm meeting with Crosby. In three days I'm meeting with Crosby.
1: Well, see, I, yeah, but my mind—three days would be Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, Saturday,
0: uh, fr- uh, no, but Thursday, just Friday, just in, in general conversation, though. Hey, in three days, I'm going to meet with Crosby. What does that mean? Does, would, in in your mind, what? It, in what my day mind, would it would you, be would, Saturday.
1: It would not. Yeah, it would not because three days. Because one day would be tomorrow. No, one day is today. Yeah, but that's
0: the thing is that, that that's the trip of maybe maybe that's just me. I, and I think way overthinking it. And I think in general conversation you actually wouldn't think that way you just think you would no, no I don't know because I think I do I do I've always struggled with that I think it's just what my mind works yeah. well so not a lot of people, lot of people struggle
1: with it so Friday is the one you know because he was dead yeah. on, he Friday. on Friday he was
0: dead on Saturday and he was dead on Sunday well and, and, he, he and you think about it you know yeah and Jesus you know he died on the cross he died quickly and and their goal, their whole goal is to get him Off the cross and in the grave before Sabbath started, which was, which would for us be like Friday evening. Mm -hmm. So it was really earlier in the day, even that he died. Okay. Um, the other,
1: here's the other thing I've always thought is fascinating. Yeah. And I'm not saying I I know the mind of God, but, (laughs) well, that was a weird thing to say. Um, but I do. So so the temple was destroyed. The actual physical temple in Jerusalem was destroyed and there's a temple mount, you know, I guess where they dispute this is where the temple should be. Yeah. Which is valid. It's, it's kind of, to me, interesting that almost like, I feel like, and this could be wrong, but almost like as if God allowed something else to be built there Yeah. with a Muslim, the Muslim mosque, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: So that's now built on the, 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 the Temple Mount where the Jews had the temple. Mm-hmm. I think it's almost maybe potentially to prevent the Jews from building a temple again on earth and sacrificing. Because they don't, you know... Because there's no need to sacrifice anymore. We know that. Yeah, but they don't know that.
0: Well, I, the, the only problem I, I think you have with that is that um, the temple was destroyed in 70 AD. Islam, you know, Islam wasn't even around until the 600s. Interesting. Okay. So you have you have 600 years before Islam was even around. I'm not even sure when the Dome of the Rock was built, but it was certainly not right away. I'm not sure not right away. So, um, you know, maybe it was. Then you have you have 600, 600, uh was it six hundred roughly around thirty, A.D. Um, you have kind of Islam coming on the scene, and then you, and then you have the Crusades. Um, prior to the Crusades, you have the uh, um, the Turks. It was what they were called at the time, the Turks, and who were who were Muslims, who were kind of. Taking over the Arabian Peninsula and, and then spreading into other parts of the of the world, and eventually oh, oh, took over Jerusalem. So that's, you know, the Crusades weren't until like uh, I'm trying to remember like 1100. Looks like the Dome of the Rock was built uh, between 685 and 691. Okay, 80. yeah. So so basically, so it was in that time, right? It was between yeah, and so, so you six hundred years six yeah. So six hundred years. So so I don't I don't think there's a direct correlation between those two. I I think. I you know, and, and I actually saw a news story the other day, and I didn't read it, but um, s- s- there was some somebody was thinking that they might be doing a sacrifice. The J- Jews might be doing a sacrifice on the Temple Mount this year or something. I I don't know. I don't know if that's actually going to happen or if that's real. I think it seems to me I've been hearing stories about that for decades. So um, you know, so I I think you're right though in the sense that we don't need the sacrifices. Jesus is the Lamb of God who take who's taken away the sin of the world. Um, and so sacrifices are no longer needed. I don't, if, if they ever do start up again in any significant way, it'll be unneeded. It shouldn't happen mm-hmm. because but they don't know because that. Jesus yeah. is, is the one who, who sacrificed the once and for all sacrifice.
1: Well, that's why I think it's always, it's a cool thing because whether they know it or not, it's done, Yeah, you know, and there haven't been, um, it's significant animal sacrifices that we know yeah, of, yeah, and that to me, for the for the Jewish believer, that would be problematic, yeah, because you're supposed to be still sacrificing then if you don't believe that Jesus is the Messiah. You would think, so you would think, right? Why? I mean, do they not anymore? They or don't. Do they, have they circumvented that? Is it just more of a? What? What? what I not I mean, obviously you're not Jewish, but why? Yeah. Why don't they sacrifice anymore? I mean, well, is it, in my mind it's because we know Christ is. The final sacrifice. Well, that's what but, Christians don't do. But they but, don't. Right? But they but, don't.
0: Yeah, they don't. And and for them, it's where the sacrifice happens is matters. The temple matters, and so the, not having the temple is not having that physical presence of God in the same way. And and that's where that's where worship was was to happen, right? I mean, you think about Jesus and the, Samar- the Samaritan woman, and he and he talked about worship, and 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 she, and she you know she basically challenges him, because there was a big conflict about well, should we worship you know you know, in Jerusalem or or Samaria and, and these kinds of things. And and so Jesus kind of gives us this hint that, Hey, there's going to come a time where it doesn't really matter where you are Mm -hmm. because for the Jews, the location of that worship, the location of that sacrifice mattered. Didn't
1: the Jews use sacrifice though, not just in Jerusalem, obviously they would do the, there was times of the year where Um, they would go and make uh the trip to Jerusalem, but then they also sacrifice. Yeah. Yeah. They They set up an altar.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, but, but still the location mattered, right? Like it was mm-hmm. always it was always that the temple is where, where certain sacrifices should happen. But you think they would so be
1: sacrificing if, that, if they felt that was important, yeah. Yeah. even if it wasn't at the
0: temple on their own setting up. Yeah, some- but uh, if if your view is that it's not a legitimate sacrifice unless it happens there, then you, you can't really substitute it with okay. another location. Then, then Which may be
1: shows their sense of urgency to get that spot back Yeah, for some, well, so she,
0: there's yeah. different sects of Jews, right? Don't care. And so, so it. they all, they all handle it a little bit different, but, but yeah, for some, for some getting that spot is huge. Yeah. And, and that is, you know, that's why some of the prophecy our dispensational friends. Um, for them getting the temple mount back is, is huge because in, in their mind, the sacrifices will happen again, but. Okay. You know, as, as a, we're looking
1: that up, um, yeah. um, I saw the AD thing, you know, uh, whatever six hundred eighty-five AD, yeah. blah, blah blah BC AD, and I, I always this. I mean, this I, I figured this out after a while, but I always had a struggle with like, wait, I thought it was uh, BC before Christ, yeah, you know, and then AD I always thought was after death.
0: No, it's Anodami.
1: Yeah, yeah. So that this year of our Lord, which is the birth yeah. of
0: Christ. Yeah. But
1: I was like, wait, there's there's like there's a gap there. That doesn't make sense. How does that after his death is <laughs> thirty? You know, yeah. there's like this weird thing. So in case you're weird like me. Um, AD yeah. stands for uh, anno domini. Domini, yeah. Okay, so the year of our Lord. So, yeah. so I was like, okay, <laughs> it's the same thing. The birth of Christ is, is and the and the AD is all in the same time. Yeah. So, you, a, well, yeah. now it's
0: BC and BCE. Yeah. Uh, right? Or, is it B, no, before common era. Yeah, BCE. BCE before common era and, and then C-E, C-E. common era. CE. C-E yeah. 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 Which I haven't made the transition really, but who who who, who decided to change that? Was that a second number of years ago? And it was all because you know we don't want to. We don't want to reference Jesus, even though literally the birth of Jesus is the reason the calendar was changed. Yeah, so you can change it—you know, change the, the common uh, era, common era if you want to, but it's still all based on the birth of Jesus. Yeah, I, I'll go with BC. Yeah, all I, right. I still use it. I don't know people; talk- people still understand it. Did you come across any uh, cool resources that you recommend? Well, the, before I, before I talk about resources, I actually got a question this oh. week. Um, they just emailed me, but I thought it would be a good podcast podcast question, and and you know they're like so. You know what's your es- es- eschatological view? You know they're talking about. Ooh. You know, are you pre-trib, post-trib, you, mid-trib? You personally, you personally, okay. Yeah, me personally, and so. um Oh boy! So I'll, I'll open the can of worms. I answered them in an email, but uh, um, you know I, I. I think I think it's it's a good question, in a sense. Um, but I said some things on, on Sunday that might give people the wrong idea about where I was, where, where I stand on this. And so, so I'll slightly, I'll clarify a little bit, but I'm going to leave a little bit of mystery as well. So I'm not going to answer the question totally. Okay. Um, ooh, if you ever want to buy me lunch, I'll, uh, I'll talk to you about there the rest you go. of it. So anyways, uh, but, uh, but yeah, so somebody, cause somebody was asking, cause I, I did say, I think, I think part of what Jesus was talking about, Matthew 24, all those things have happened so that really there's nothing else that needs to happen before Christ can return. And so for a lot of people that s- might sound like I'm, I'm, uh, something called pre-tribulation. I believe in the pre-tribulation rapture of the church, or something like that. So God's um, going to take the church before, before the tribulation, which the is seven-year tribulation. Often people pe- people talk about it as a seven-year period where things are going to get really, really, really bad, and that's kind of where that perception thinks comes from. Oh, it's getting so bad; we must be close. Um, that kind of thing. Um, so, so that is actually not what I believe. Um, so I, I am. I am what's called a, a, um, a historic premillennialist is probably the closest to what I believe if you want to look it up Got, gotquestions.org I think is a website that does a pretty good job of defining what historic premillennialist is a good is. reference then. gotquestions.org yeah okay yeah um, so so I would actually I actually believe that that Christ will return after the tribulation that the, that the church is to persevere uh, through it and uh, and then and then Jesus will return so and that there will be a literal uh, reign that's of Christ, me. you know, um, a millennial mm-hmm. period. So, so anyway, so that's kind of my that's kind of my short answer to that. And and you know, it gets in, it gets pretty involved uh, to to work out the details of that. So, and I I think I I can be. This is where I'll leave the mystery. I can be consistent in saying everything that has happened needs to that that needs to happen has happened for Christ to return at any time, and say I'm a historic historic premillennialists, and i'll leave the mystery at how that works out i'll just leave that a mystery for now okay <laughs> all right john will you uh
1: my mind just uh just died so yeah yeah you yeah. just
0: died so i will got to go to got questions.org so
1: a good resource then yeah yeah it's usually um, what a else? pretty good resource what yeah. else you have yeah, any other that you came across
0: well i mean the, the the series that we're doing the final days of jesus is based sort of on a book not not Really, it's more the title and the graphics but but if you want a resource um, that talks about the last uh, week of Jesus's life, uh, the final days of Jesus by um, uh, Kostenberger is 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 a good resource that kind of walks you through and it, it kind of synthesizes all the different gospels um, records of that and what happens Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And so it kind of goes through that. And so it's, it's kind of a good little resource. Um, not, it's not difficult at all, but it walks you through those, the last week of Jesus's life. I think that's a good one. All right, John. So what's the big idea this week? Uh, I, the big idea is live for today, prepare for eternity.
1: Thank you for joining us on the Grace Deep Dive podcast, where we believe in real grace for real living. We'll see you next week.